welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans and trading card collectors? Welcome to Worlds Collide with me, Zan, from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube and the podcast, and that's two weeks in a row I've got it right. Two weeks in a row you've gotten it right. You're doing good. I need to buy some lottery tickets. Actually, if I'm going to buy that, I might as well just rip some wax, right? Yeah, might as well rip some wax. Yeah, same thing right now these days. (laughs) Uh, I'm Tony Vela uh, of WrestlingTradingCards.com. And speaking of websites and social media and all this mumbo jumbo, today we're talking about more mumbo jumbo social media. And I kind of make a joke about it, but I think it's one of the most important things that's ever come along for wrestling cards. And that's kind of a hot take. I think it's kind of important for almost everything in, in general now, because the world's a small place now. Man, you just put me into living in a bubble, in the wrestling card bubble. I don't even know the real <laughs> world exists because I'm so focused. It doesn't even on exist re- anymore. Yeah, I'm so focused on wrestling cards and the hobby and everything on social media. I'm just like, what? We you have know, a new president? Where? Yeah, I, it's like I have to, I think about, you know, if I had re- uh, social media in, you know, 1999, 2000, when I started to, create the foundation of what WTC was, which before that was ComCollect, it would have made my life so much easier. <laughs> yeah. That uh, but there wasn't anything like that back then. Uh, so let's just talk about why we think it's so important. There's pros and cons, and we'll get into both. So the, the first thing that I want to talk about is just information. I am yes. just astounded at how informative people are, how much information they have, they're willing to give, they're willing to help, uh, stuff that you, even if you're just a bystander, you can just learn so much by following so many accounts. Uh, what has been your experience being all over the social platforms, specifically same. with collectibles and wrestling cards and kind of wrestling uh, networking kind of stuff? It, it, it's same. And, you know, it, it, you talk about different platforms in social media too. Uh, you know, obviously I have the, I almost have the same amount of followers now on Twitter as I do Facebook, uh, which is incredible to me. And I just joined, I just joined Twitter, you know, August last year, uh, Facebook has, uh, we've been on there 11 years now. Um, but, um, I, I just find that, uh, I'm finding it more engaging on Twitter than I do anywhere else. Uh, do you have a, pre- a preference for you when you're engaging about wrestling collectibles? I was actually going to ask you the differences too. So let's, let's just break down kind of our, both of our opinions since we're talking about it on different social platforms. So let's start with Facebook. What's been your experience with that and strictly collectibles, hobby wrestling? Um, it's been fairly positive, actually. I mean, uh, we, we've, I've gotten a lot of, it's a lot easier to communicate that way and write longer things you want, you know, a whole thing you want yeah. there. Um, so I get a lot of Facebook messages uh, that will usually typically ask, you know, what's my stuff worth? You know, uh, can I buy this from you? And it's like, no, we don't sell, we don't price. <laughs> um, uh, or a lot of times just sharing images and saying, hey, I found this uh, cool uncut sheet of Merlin cards. You know, I got it from here. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I've never seen it before. They sent it to me and there we have it now for the information p- section. Um, 
but it's a, it's you know everybody has their different types of social media they like to to engage in. You know, if you're into Facebook, you probably hate Twitter. If you're into Twitter, you probably hate Facebook. If you're into Instagram, you probably hate. I mean, who knows? So, um, I'm finding for me, Facebook has always been good. It's uh, I can share more information than I can other places. I think I'm not on Instagram for WTC. So um, I've always found that uh, even with my other businesses that I run. Uh, it's the least engaging place for me is Instagram, surprisingly. Interesting. Um, for Facebook, for me, uh, z- like zero on the cards. Like um, I haven't seen a lot of interest in them. I will say there are a lot of good, like just straight up wrestling communities. Uh, Cult of Kayfabe is a good one. Pro Wrestling Junkies is another good one. And like, those are kind of fun communities that will talk about wrestling They'll talk about upcoming meet and greets. They'll talk about, sure. uh, you know, they'll post cool memes. They'll come out with like cool merch stuff. Sometimes um, I actually, I post in those groups sometimes for uh, yeah. any upcoming appearances that I have coming up. <laughs> I think the the group aspect of Facebook is just fantastic. It's just from a hobby perspective, uh, whether that's using Facebook marketplace where everybody thinks everything they have is worth a million dollars and they're creepy <laughs> on top of that. <laughs> it's true. It's just, I don't see a lot of hobby stuff on there for me, but from, from just not even in the of, groups. No, I, I try to get it going. And it's just, it's one of those things we talk about all the time. Like, why are these, I, I think, uh, I think Adam Gilman, who we've, we've talked about on a, on a previous episode for digital stuff, he is an, ad, an admin or, uh, and a moderator at least on, I think wrestling cards and collectibles Facebook group. It's got lot of traffic on that specific one i'm probably just in the wrong spots then and that's not that's just me you know we're just giving our personal takes here i'm not like saying facebook's bad for the hobby because i know a lot of people that do in the sports card world that do a lot of like personal deals with people in those groups but it seems like most of the groups i end up in are just like general wrestling groups which is fine too i mean that's why we're here we love wrestling yeah uh what about twitter twitter has gotten me some of the best information just i'm talking you know news on releases updates on information regarding print runs uh people just it it seems like everyone knows everything so if you get into the like i'm not saying that sarcastically like oh well (laughs) in some cases maybe (laughs) but like like if you have a if you have a question most of the time people couldn't even have a straight face that's great (laughs) yeah people are quick to have that information available or shoot you a dm or you know if you want to sell something like that's that's what i've had with twitter is like it's it's the most engaging i would say i would say agree i've had the most uh um, engagements through twitter most connections with actual collectors through Twitter than any other platform that I've dealt with so far. And again, at the drop of a dime, someone can have information for you about an upcoming release. Uh, Sometimes you're going to get someone who posts about some, I've learned some new things about older card sets because of Twitter that I'm like, that can't be right. And then I I would get a DM from them or DM them directly myself and, and go, and they give me all information. Go, Oh my God, I got to update the checklist now for this because it's like, I never knew this existed kind of thing. It's just, um, and it seems like there's the diehard collectors are using Twitter more than any place else. And the thing I also like about it is, uh, once again, information, you can follow people and they, their retweets will show up on your timelines, even if you're not yep. following those. And you're like, why am I not following this person as well? So it's like this like follow train that you get going and yeah. just continue to build a community and information. And it kind of gets segregated at times, but like, you know, all of a sudden what happens when somebody you're following, maybe you don't interact with them that often. Maybe they only post about wrestling stuff every so often. 
Well, all of a sudden they post a, you know, a flash sale or something. And they've got the card in there that you've been wanting forever. That's what, well, you know, that's what happened when I, when I made the, the, uh, the determination to um, start collecting Kurt Angle cards, I posted that um, mainly because somebody had posted, they're selling all these cards. And I saw a Kurt Angle card in that lot. And I said, Hey, is that still available? And he said, yep. I made the deal, bought it. And I've been, I've been hooked on it ever since now buying Kurt yep. Angle cards. <laughs> there you go. So Twitter started you down the player collecting, which I'm yep. all for. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm having fun with it. Yep. That's and I, I'm not about. breaking the bank. I'm not going after like, you know, a couple hundred dollar cards here. It's like that for, you know, Kurt Angle stuff. I know that those exist. Um, I'm just going after like, you know, serial numbered stuff, you know, parallels, um, uh, just some cool things that I just think is fun. If it's uh, inexpensive for me, I just go and buy it. You know, I, I found, I just bought a lot from Canada. I'm expecting coming next week that had um, an undisputed, in the middle of it, it had an undisputed, you know, parallel, green parallel, undisputed card, and then a whole bunch of throw-ins around it of all this Kurt Angle stuff. You're buying that, that undisputed one? Yeah. The stuff was all throw-ins, and like, three bucks. Yeah, I can't beat it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else was asking like $9.99 just for that card alone in a different listing. That's great. And I'm like, at, at it's numbered, it's serial numbered. And I, I get a bunch of other parallels and I'm like, okay, those are cool. I'll take those too. Yep. And that just, that's another awesome thing about player collecting is sometimes yeah. finding those things like that, that people are just trying to get rid of. And you're like, oh man, I, I needed all of these. That's perfect. And I find Twitter is, is the best of all the social media platforms for me to actually kind of get that interaction going. You know what, actually, you just point out something. Twitter's also out of all the platforms, in my opinion, the place where people somehow find out what you're looking for. And all of a sudden they start tagging you in things. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they're, it's like they're, if they're into the same thing you're into, they try to help you find what you need. It seems like there's more of a community on Twitter than any other social platform that when it comes to wrestling cards. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, and, I, and I enjoy it. I mean, I, let's I totally move on to Instagram. I know you're on Vela cards on Instagram. Um, let's talk about your experience yeah. there. The little bit you have used it. I mean, I mean, Vela cards is small. I mean, it, it, it does fit in the trading card wrestling card market. Cause it's a, it's a card game for rod WWE rod deal. Um, I, and I post there just because uh, I do my posts there, which automatically posted to my Facebook page, which is great. Um, which I guess could be the same if I wanted to do it for WTC as well. I just, I just don't so many damn pages to manage. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't get a lot of, traffic through instagram even from there i have way more traffic uh on my facebook page for velo card stuff and then just velocards.com is just that's where everybody goes anyways when it comes to rod deal anyway so i uh everything goes through that um i just i don't know maybe i'm not doing instagram correctly i know there's certain ways to do it um it just doesn't seem to be worth my effort i don't know maybe it's just me i think I don't know. It's kind of confusing. It's, it's closer to Twitter for me than it is Facebook. There's a lot of interest, but for me, it feels like I like, I like stuff like uh, Instagram live, you know, and sharing stories. I think that's a really cool aspect because yeah. you can just hop on, like, you know, you're, you can be online recording a video. Like we could do this podcast on Instagram live if we chose using no equipment, just hitting live and we're on. True. Like, so that's, there, there's cool stuff like that. But I think for me, Instagram seems to be more the place where people like to flex. 
and they like to show off their super rare oddball cards that are sure. not, not I mean, it's ever. 100% picture based. So what else are you yeah. going to do? I th so if you're looking for just like, you know, you want to scroll through and find some really cool cards and just kind of learn about the cards themselves. It's kind of like, um, I'll just put it this way. Like if WTC had like just a randomizer and you just throw up wrestling cards, yeah. that's kind of what, that's kind of what uh, Instagram would be like in a way. Maybe that's something that will end up happening with this. Like maybe I'll just open up a, a WTC. Uh, Supposed to Instagram. random card a day. That's a good just idea. Just a you know, card a day, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. I mean, it's, why not? I'm already doing, you know, birthday shout outs every time. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's just so much to keep up with. So I think one of the most important things about social media is just, we're still working on this. Uh, I'm going to fly the flag with this till I'm dead. And that's just exposing the world and the mainstream and everybody that will listen to wrestling cards and wrestling. I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, you can only cry uh, out about wrestling cards in your town for so long. And <laughs> I mean, you have access to the world right now, which yep. is, I, I've always say this, that the uh, social media has made the world smaller mm -hmm. because now I, I don't have to go to Japan. I'd like to, I don't have to go to Japan to go and take a tour. I could do a virtual tour right now from my, from my house. And yep. so it's just so easy now. Um, and you can but buy whatever you need to. And I can buy whatever I need yeah. anywhere, basically. Um, it, it's just, uh, it's made things much more available to everybody. Uh, it's opened the door for things. I just don't understand why wrestling cards, which again is a whole different topic for itself, why it doesn't get more mainstream, especially with social media. Especially because one you just touched on, it's a worldwide thing. Like, Pro wrestling is worldwide and there's other sports or niche niches or whatever. Yeah. It's not, not like we're talking about like, Oh, WWE is only available here in the United States. It's, it's a global thing. Yeah. And then you got all the other promotions and all over the place, you know, triple A in Mexico, oh. new, Jap new Japan, you got all sure. these places everywhere. So let's talk about, um, we've kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, one more thing I want to touch on in the pros section of just all of these platforms is building relationships with people. When, I, start, when I started doing this last year, um, coming up on one year, actually, by the time this is posted, it'll probably be past one year since I was like, hey, nobody's really doing a lot of social media and YouTube content about wrestling cards. Maybe I should try. And I, since I've started that, I've like ran into talking to the same people on a semi-daily basis that I never would imagine. And, yep. you know, making connections, getting, getting, a, you know, retweet and mentioned in something with Eric Bischoff. Like if you'd have told me that was going to happen a year ago, I'd have been like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, if it wasn't for social media, I think, uh, we wouldn't be doing this program. No, we wouldn't. There, yeah. yeah. We wouldn't have even run into each other uh, at Twitter actually, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Yep. So, so I, I, all the relationships that I've made for most of my guests that I've had on, have, I would say 90% of them has been all through Twitter. Sounds like Twitter's the place to be for wrestling. It does. I mean, uh, you know, you're on there. I was on there. I came in late as well for that. But then you have, I mean, hey, we kind of inspired to get Rob England on Twitter. <laughs> he wasn't <Yeah>. on. <laughs> and now he's all over the place on there. So let's talk about the cons. We've mentioned a few of these. What do you see... As a, in your opinion, what do you think would be a con of using social media for wrestling card purposes? Well, I know that we've had some notes about what we want to talk about in this subject. Uh, but one thing that's not on our notes, I think, is um, at, 
at the same level of getting all kinds of great information, it also opens the door for a lot of misinformation. I, I oftentimes I think there's a lot of, um, it doesn't happen very often. I think that the people who are, that we deal with on a regular basis, you know, when I say we, you and I, and I think most that are in the, you know, wrestling trading card community on like Twitter, um, seem to have each other in check when it comes to the information. When you get someone new who comes in that maybe you don't know or kind of throws something out that's just not correct. Um, and I think maybe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think sometimes people's opinions get construed as being fact. Correct. Absolutely, 100%. And what's, what's in, it leads you into one of our, our points, which was, you know, getting uh, caught up in uh, these pointless arguments. Yeah, well, we'll and, start with that. Like, yeah. Um, whether people are right or wrong or indifferent. And if you want to talk about something like, you know, people can argue, well, this player is better than this player. This card's worth more than this one. Sure. The amount of arguments that could be had in wrestling cards are that times a uh, million. A million. I mean, just, just on, you don't have these serious issues when you talk about rookie cards and other sports, but it seems to be the number one debated topic when it comes to wrestling. And that's just going to be going on for all eternity, apparently, you know? Yep. And then like, you know, like what superstar, you know, is, is <clears throat> excuse me, is Hogan better than Bret Hart? Well, like it's entertainment. Like you can't quantify that really. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, Hogan won more championships. Uh, yeah. Cause the booker told him. Yeah, Cause the booker, I mean, he, he only won what he was told to win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, people want to compare LeBron and Kobe and Jordan and Tom Brady and you know, sure, sure. Mike Trout and all these top high-end goats, and like when you start doing sure. that wrestling, it's like so like relative. I'm just like it's uh, it's everything, in, including sports. All of it is all subjective. I mean, yeah, it's all yeah. uh, person's personal opinion. You know, I I may have grown up uh, in San Francisco, and so to me, Joe Montana is the god. He's yeah. the goat. You know, it's like that. I don't care that Brady's got more, you know, rings. I mean, it's just, it's all subjective. Really. It is. It's just whatever you're a fan of. You can learn from that though. A couple of ways you can learn, not, you can learn how to not conduct yourself. Correct. And you can also learn bits and pieces. Like I will sit there and I'll follow arguments going. Oh, I do too. Somebody I respect and some no name or two people that I respect. And a lot of times the disagreements you can actually learn a lot from um you can as any specific thing stood out to you on that i don't want to name any names <laughs> good call <laughs> i i watched a, i watched a couple of guys uh i will say i've interviewed them both <laughs> but i uh i had watched a couple of guys go back and forth over the topic of grading and um i was like wow this would be kind of interesting to have them both on as a uh, as guests to talk about and get their you know standpoint, but it got so heated and so nasty that it's like it became like one unfollowed the other and this that and the other. And it's like okay, well, but you know, I, I but I learned from their perspectives. You know, I have yeah, someone using yeah. all these. You know, hey, this is a proven commodity for me. I've I've submitted this. I've done this. I've done that. I've got a great track record. Here's my record. And somebody else goes, well, I want more transparency. I want this. I want that. I want that. So you kind of take all that stuff and you kind of go, there's, there's some good points over here and there's some good points over here. And you kind of just, and you kind of, it's kind of like someone's doing the homework for you. <laughs> and I just got to sit there and learn and listen, you know? 
yeah, there's so much that can be learned by sitting back and just listening. Just just listening. And, and I'm a talker, 100%. I make no bones about that. But when I sit there on social media and using something like Twitter and reading people going back and forth on a, on a subject, maybe they're arguing, calling their names, whatever you want to do, uh, you're taking away something from it. And I feel like I just like, Again, I'm just, you guys are doing all the homework and I'm just learning through osmosis now from you. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like Same. doing you know, books on cassette. <laughs> and let's jump into the next aspect that I think is a little bit of a negative. And that's when you are on the sidelines and that's being afraid that like, it's a little bit too intimidating to put your cards out there, put your opinion out there, put a statement out there, make content. Like, where do you stand on that stuff? Cause I, I, think- I, I don't, I, I personally don't give a rat's ass. I really don't. I just, I, I will throw out what I throw out. As you know, I'm, I'm out and about all the time in my storage unit. And it just seems to be like this endless supply of things. I swear to God, those cards are having babies. And um, I just keep posting. I, I always, I text you first. I always text you first going, Hey, check out this. I just found this, you know, these rock star cards like that. I, just, I couldn't believe I still had these. <laughs> you know what? Just, I just got a great idea. There's, there's the new WTC YouTube series. Tony goes to the garage. <laughs> like i go a, to storage unit yeah it's like an edition of american pickers or something oh look at Be, between my storage unit and then what's right behind me right now in my closet i just keep going through boxes and i finding things like that i mean i went through my box and i found those uh you know 82 you know cosmos from uh from yeah. japan it's like i go i totally forgot i even had these yeah. i got a whole set right here i didn't even know it and you just um, throw them up there like you're not afraid what i don't gonna, care like, like i don't care someone wants to say oh, you know, hey, here's my favorite card from this set. And I go like, well, this is my favorite card from the set. I don't care. I mean, I don't have access to all of my cards like some people do. So I have to go to storage. And, you know, I know we just started this, uh, was it uh, Wrestling Card Wednesdays now? We started, mm-hmm. someone started. So I think that's cool. And if I can participate, I will. And if it opens up topics and debates, I don't care. I mean, um, I, I have people I think that are underrated. You know, I, I think Mr. Perfect's underrated. I think Rick Rude's underrated card value-wise. Um, Hell, we had an episode where we talked about managers, and I think that uh, you know Paul Heyman's underrated when it comes to, and say, uh, Paul Bear's underrated. Paul Bear, kind of stuff. yeah. Um, so I don't care. I, people want to have debates and talk about things. I don't. I don't have. I'm not intimidated by anybody. I mean, even in life. I mean, I, I got to work with certain people for my 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 full time gig. So it's just, uh, you know, if I got to walk around and work with Kurt Angle all day, it's like that. I mean. He can be pretty intimidating to most people, I guess. Look at you dropping names. <laughs> dropping names, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, but he, um, you know, he's just another human being to me, you know. So these people are online. Everybody is seven feet tall, 500 pounds online. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so if you're seven foot tall and 500 pounds and I'm seven foot tall and 500 pounds. Should be I, fair. I, I got no worries. I don't care. <laughs> you don't You don't bother me. You don't intimidate me. <laughs> I just think of like all the people that, like how many people are diehard wrestling card collectors or within the space that we're in and they're out there and they're following us, but they're not saying a lot. And I'm just like, how many people are there out there that have great information? They could be making, you know, really good content, but they're just not making that step forward to go with it because of, you know, they, they don't have the, the collection that a David Peck has. So they're like, okay, sure. I, I can't post or they don't have as much knowledge as say you do. So they're like, well, I don't know who was in this set from this thing. So I don't want to look like an idiot. Um, you know, I just say, just throw yourself out there and go for it. If it's something you're doing. Yeah, why not? To do. 
Absolutely. Well, hey, I, I, I don't know why you got started in doing what you do when it comes to your YouTube stuff, but you were the only guy I saw that was doing it just before I started doing mine. And I just started doing mine just because one, you know, we're in a, we were in a pandemic. Uh, so I got, I got time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, two, uh, it helped me, as I've told many times before, it tries to help me get over my fear and be in front of a camera and be on a microphone just like that and try to help with my speech. I'm a very fast talker and I want to try to mentally train myself to talk slower, be as articulate as I possibly can be. And thought, hey, why not? See if there's any interest in WTC. We've been dormant for a long time. And um, just see if uh, there's any interest and kill two birds with one stone in that respect, you know? And here we are still doing it, so. Yeah, same same with me. I just was like, hey, nobody's nobody's doing this on a you know decent scale on YouTube. Uh, there was no at the time podcasts that were dedicated mainly to wrestling cards or like kind of the fringe of collectibles outside that. I mean, there are figure podcasts and rest, sure. you know everybody's got a wrestling podcast, but nobody's yeah. really talking about cards. We've got a few more out now. Shout out to all you guys. Uh, just keep everybody pumping out the wrestling car content. But the Absolutely. other aspect for me is like, hey, if I can get to a thousand followers or a thousand subscribers, which I'm still trying to work my way there, I can start getting paid with the ads to be another, not a lot of money, but, you know, just another rev- revenue. Some of it will help you know, at least pay for your time putting out that content, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like that, that so that's what I started. And then I started seeing people, like even one or two people saying, hey, we enjoy your content. I'm like, okay, well, now I'm all in. Like I know it just took that first person to say, Oh, this is a great episode. I liked it a lot. I'm like, wow, somebody, one person, I don't care. One person liked what I was doing, no matter how horrible it might've been. They liked what I was doing. And that's what you got to do on social media. And I've also got to say that out of anything I've ever been a part of, like with the online community, wrestling cards have been the nicest and most fun, like rest, like space that I've ever been in. And I've even talked to people in the sports card world and they say the same thing. They're like, man, you wrestling guys, you guys are awesome. And cause you know, you get into these other, like whether it's actual wrestling fans, like these people who want to pretend they're bookers or, yeah. uh, you know, somebody in the uh, figure community or, you know, whatever it is, tape trader, whatever. It seems like there's always like trying to one up each other bickering or stuff, but in the wrestling card space, like if somebody, jumps in and says hey i have a question about this five people respond or if they're if they're wrong about something somebody was like well actually this is it but no no big deal you know they correct them but it's not like a a hatred kind of thing like they they, they don't belittle them no no it's it's rare i shouldn't say it's 100 percent. it's rare that somebody jumps in and tries to belittle you uh with you know bad information or you you were wrong about something or whatever kind of thing it's happened to me you know i mean i run a website that gets looked at, you know, by grading companies that, you know, it's like that and people like, and, and I'm glad that they use it, but I don't know every damn thing that's, that I put on right. there. It's like that. Like, you know, the first time I, my first interview I had was with David Peck. I mean, when I mean, you start there, you kind of go downhill from there, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm really kidding. Um, uh, it's just, you, 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 you talk to someone like that and he's just naming off things. He knows what set they're from. Not, I mean, there's someone who's just a wealth of information. He retains it and he can regurgitate it at a, at a drop of a dime. Right. You know, I'm not like that for m- most of the stuff. Um, you know, we can talk about some of the certain sets. I'm like, yeah, okay. I know about that one, but um, the community is there to correct you when you're wrong and they do it in a nice way. I think, I think they do it a nice way. No, one's really belittling anybody. No, not unless 
uh, circling back, it gets back into opinions, and then that's all just kind of you, know. you start talking about gradings or rookies yeah. or you know things like that. It, it can get a little heated about that kind of stuff, but you know ultimately, you know I was concerned about that in the beginning. Like I thought, I remember years ago, uh, David, my partner from WTC, and I thought we're going to write some documentation. We're going to set the record on what rookies are in wrestling, and that 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 verbiage exists on the website. You have to go find it. It exists there. It's there. Um, and it was strictly really a direct plagiarism of what Beckett had done. And we sort of fine tuned it to talk about wrestling a little bit like, you know, oh, well, Glenn Jacobs, the first card, even though he was Isaac B. Yankum, uh, you know, it still doesn't matter. There's not a Kane rookie, you know, Isaac B. Yankum rookie. It's just, you know, it's just a, a guy, you know, um, and it, it, we talk about, you know, widely distributed products and this, that and the other. But as I've gotten over and meeting people through social media, yourself and, and the David Pax and uh, other countless people of the world, um, you know, it's just whatever makes you happy, man. And buy them all. Just get them all. I don't care if this 97 is going for more than the 98. And I, just if you enjoy it, buy it, man, and, and enjoy it. Collect it. Yeah, put your flag in the ground and go for it. Like, just uh, go for go, it. You go know? against the grain, what everybody else thinks, if that's what you truly believe in. You, you just do whatever makes you happy. Just yep. do whatever makes you happy. And let's get into that, which is the last kind of bullet point I had as a negative. And there's a lot that this snowballs into, and that's kind of the FOMO, the the fear of missing out. And I really think that's one of the like driving forces for negativity in the hobby. Uh, and, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be as I'm always I'm very blunt as as you know, and most of my friends know, uh, and I'm trying to be as transparent as possible too. It's like. I suffered from that when I first got onto Twitter. I really did. Okay. I'll like, get to hear about this. This is interesting. No, I just, I, I really did. I just, you know, I'd see people out there and I go, how dare they have that information? I'm supposed to have all information. I'm supposed to be the one. I'm the source. I'm this. I, I just thought, and then I thought I, I missing the boat on thing. Like, man, I had these cards and I, I sold them way back then. I really wish I had them. And I'm super jealous of this person. I, 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 I had some, I'm admitting it. I had jealousy of seeing people's collections posting there. And you just kind of have to get over it. You, you know what? I'm having so much fun for the first time in years in collecting wrestling yeah. cards again that I, I can't let that stuff get to me. You know what? Right. I don't care if my card's only worth a dollar and your card's worth, you know, 20,000. Yeah. Me bitching about it and, and, and not liking you because you have it, it's not going to get me that card. So I don't care anymore. I like how you led with uh, you're the one that's supposed to have the information. Yeah. Like, so the, like the, the fact that the initial FOMO for you was not having anything to do with cards. Like that's the whole problem is it's a mental game. With it was people. a mental game that I was yeah. supposed to like, I'm, you know, WTC is supposed to be the leader in this. And we, and at a time we were, there was, there was no wrestling card price guide. There was no uh, someone's personal page of their collection. That's like just taking my checklist and putting on their site. Um, uh it's just, uh, that's what we were. And I thought, how dare they? That's, it's, we are the ones, myself originally, and then David who did all this work to bring it to what it is today. Um, you know, we're the guys who made that. We're the ones who, and we based our stuff off of, you know, uh, I wish I could pronounce his last name, Steve Tomke or, or Tomke. Rob England provided him with a lot of the information mm -hmm. like that. So I found that website, which was like, I think Vintage Card Archive or something like that. And I based WTC off of that. I took Com Collect, took WTC from that and kind of made it like, we're just going to specialize in wrestling cards. That's what I grew up knowing. That's what I'm going to continue to keep doing. 
And uh, I just kind of improved on what I saw and then built my collection on something I had, you know, said, hey, I bought this from here. This information I have, I can't find anywhere else. So here it exists now. And uh, then to let, kind of let it kind of go away and seeing now other guys getting into the hobby and trying to create these new checklists, just that, that, the cardboard connections, these other guys, blow, all these guys doing their own things. I thought that should be me. That should be me. Now I'm seeing all the social media stuff going on. That should be me. And I was the first. Da, da, da. And you got to let it go, man. You just got to let it go. It's inspiration to me because if you screwed up on something, that should be that much of an opportunity to jump back on the horse and get back in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And so it, it's been a since August of last year, meeting people like you, meeting guys like David Peck and Robin England for the first time, you know, visually, uh, and then all these other cast of collectors out there that are all been great guys all have been great people um and getting them on my podcast or you know for for the youtube channel um i kind of just like hey you know what you know we all wish we had something else that's not in our collection i really wish like i'm not a hogan collector i not but goddamn, i wish i had that hogan card you have that you you prize over it's like it's a great car it's an awesome looking card and i'm like wish i had it but i can't be jealous about it i just can't can't be doing it. I guess can't. Well, the jealousy, like for me, if, if, if I get jealous, it's uh, usually motivation. I'm like, okay, well, this is what I really want. And I got to work my butt off to get there now. So let's do it. Yep. Instead of exactly. complaining and, you know, whining about, um, I think a lot of people for the, the fear of missing out. So like, say I post that card, but then say David one ups me like six ups me. Cause it's David. Sure. And then Rob yeah. like ups him. And then somebody, you know, people got all the stuff. And they're like, well, all I've got is 1991 Impel. Like, what? Well, how am I going to compete? Yep. And the, the thing is, like, a lot of times there are interesting stories or interesting ideas or stuff behind some of these cards that aren't as popular. For example, the do you know that Impel uh, Ric Flair card where he's in the suit? It's kind of a side shot. And he's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, exactly, I know exactly which one you're talking about. I have this really weird feeling that that card is just going to get ripped. Like there's something to me that stands out about that card that. Well, it represents that time period perfectly. <laughs> and, and him, like yes. the suit, the glasses, the four, the, the yep. smirk, the everything. So I'm like, it, you know, that's just an opinion I have that I don't know that anyone else is really talking about. And maybe somebody out there has those opinions that they could be posting on social media, which could then drive markets. It could make collectors want to search after sure. these things. You know, there's, and then what, what about like, um, say they've got a oh i don't know a skinner card like i have this merlin skinner card but then the interesting thing is the story <laughs> behind it like i got this out of a pack but the pack actually came from skinner's trunk when he was in the fabulous one you know i don't, yeah. I don't know it's just making up like the stories behind the cardboard to me a lot of times is what's just as interesting and then and, i have like i love having because when you start talking we have these conversations and you mention a name like that it just reminds me of a memory then now because we're talking about cards so get it the cards were the foundation here yeah. and then uh it's like oh skinner like oh yeah steve kern man i said i've been wanting to meet that guy for years when i finally got to meet him after 10 years of trying to meet that guy i said we got rick martell here there's eric bischoff here there's ox baker here these are all legends and stuff like that you know guys there's frenchie martin there's sabu who are you know all these different guys at this convention but i came here to see you i came here because i wanted to meet he goes i'm so flattered man and i give him that skinner card to sign i give him and he's just stories there's always a story right. behind the cardboard man yeah and I, th I i just think people need to jump into it like if they're 
and not be afraid yeah any collection is a good collection uh you can get inspiration from people you know like like i said uh, a lot of times i'll the two things here a lot of times i'll see um you know david peck and rob england like i've i have some of the cards they have not in that grade and i don't plan on it but sometimes i'll take what they have and be like man i could be them in this other field that no one's looking at correct maybe, maybe it works out maybe it doesn't but it's inspiration and yep. then on the flip side of that uh with this surge in popularity and i'm going to be transparent here uh in our little circles we've seen more wrestling card collectors pop up and people get showing interest all of a sudden they're buying i honestly think that some of this stuff they're buying is a little uh they're overextending the, mm-hmm. the prospects there's a lot of cards that people are buying that i just don't feel like are going to do anything i mean if you buy them and you like them and you're a pc player collector go for it but i think there's a lot of people like kind of prospecting on these cards but like they're putting themselves out there whether they're right or wrong they're sure. doing it and, that's and i think whole... i think i think most people should be like that way especially yeah, yeah. and social media gives you that out that, that avenue to kind of get that information get that inspiration um and then also put your stuff out there saying hey i'm into this and yep. you shouldn't be afraid that hey i'm um I collect all things baby doll. Okay, it's right. your thing. Not my thing. Definitely your thing. Right. But cool, man. I mean, at least you're collecting wrestling. And that's another thing that I'm like, you know this. I think everybody knows this at the time. If I see somebody on Twitter that's got like a very interesting collection, like they're a player collector of, you know, a wrestler that's not like, say, they're Sean Waltman, player collector, mm-hmm. or Cody Rhodes. Or maybe they're, you know, want to collect a set of like putting the cards together of the two guys that faced each other in every WrestleMania, or maybe it was a specific WrestleMania they went to. Like there's all these kind of weird collections that people can, I've seen put together Mm -hmm. and they kind of have the story behind them. And like, I'm all about that stuff. So yes, I want to make money. Yes. I like to talk about the market and the value, but a lot of times the lowest end stuff has got some interesting stuff behind it too. So just don't be afraid to jump in and join us and have some fun. Cause that's what it's all about. Yeah. I know that people out there, like um, you, you talk about people who like, you know, missed, missed out. Um, yeah, for sure. I know that uh, there was an, an ongoing debate on Twitter that uh, about, about grading as a matter of fact too. That's kind of that that argument was like, you know, this guy's just bitter because, you know, he missed the boat. And uh, I jumped on there and made some kind of a comment, I think, openly. I I know I missed the boat and I'm doing everything. I I think I actually private messaged the person and said, I know I missed the boat and I'm doing everything I can to to paddle my way back to catch the tail end of that boat, hopefully, you know, and that's just that's just me. I got to work my ass off to get to that point. It's like that wherever I feel comfortable at. And um, but I'm enjoying my swim. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm yeah. really enjoying it right now. So hopefully someday I, you know, I get on, on my own boat, you know, of something. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have to be sharing your boat, man. <laughs> There's a lot of boats out there. So a lot, of, um, a lot of boats and a lot of inspiration and a lot of information. Sure. Exactly. So I, I get inspired by, again, we keep going back to the pecs and the England and I'm inspired by you and I'm inspired by uh, watching, you know, other people I don't even know and never met before on, on social media going, I, I like what that guy's doing. I like that, you know, I never thought in a million years I'd be a player collector. And here I am now collecting Kurt Angle yeah. cards because uh, I'd never done it before. And I thought, why not? It's cool. It's a great way to get back into the hobby. I don't have to spend a lot of money. I don't have to buy boxes anymore. And that I just know are no, there's no money to be made there for me. Yeah. That's still good to be that chase too. Yeah, so like yeah. It's never ending. 
instead of spending a hundred bucks on a box of cards, you know what, why don't you buy a hundred bucks and get a nice low serial numbered card that I can possibly, you know, have instead. That's what right. I'm after for anyways. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm having the most fun that I've ever had in any hobby. And it's amazing how kind of cyclical, like I'm into, you know, I've, I've got, we all go through our stages of collecting from growing up through adulthood sure. and, you know, sometimes it varies. Sometimes people will just collect the same thing for their whole life, but I've kind of circled back now to where I'm, you know, buying stuff that I never thought I'd be able to afford because I flipped my way into it. Or yep. I'm looking at different things that I don't, you know, you'll have to watch my mail day videos for this, but different things that I'm looking at, they're like, wow, this is a cool like thing that I used to be a part of that's now could be a collectible. And yeah. maybe it goes up in value, maybe it doesn't, but it's a cool piece to have. And like, I'm just kind of circling all that stuff together. Just I'm feeling I'm the same vibe about collecting now that I felt in 98 when Comic Images uh, said they're going to be putting out their first card set. I thought, this is so cool. I'm so into wrestling right now. This is awesome. The market's on fire when it comes like the, the, just the industry is wrestling, you know, and uh, this is awesome. I'm, I'm totally in. I'm totally in. And that... I was, then I went, I was still collecting, you know, Buffy and Playboy and, and Star Wars stuff, but I'm, I'm feeling that same kind of energy that I did back then about getting into wrestling again, and then going kind of off in the beaten path a little bit and going like, you know, I think this is cool over here. I'm getting, I like, I like this over here. It's just kind of cool. It's not wrestling, but it's still pretty cool, man. Right. And uh, let's end on this. We've been trying to get Tony Khan speaking of <laughs> to uh come and chat with us you me somebody anybody anybody yeah. who's got a platform we need to know about these aew wrestling cards i've been trolling are, them i've been trolling on so. <laughs> are you get are you getting that same feeling with these that you did the 98 comic images i am 100 like i'm i'm no no pun intended i'm all in <laughs> on 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 uh buying i might even if the wife allows me to i might even buy a case just because I yeah. want to be able to have the fun of opening a new company, you know, new, new trading cards. First time, uh, I, you know, I probably will collect a base set. There's nothing, there's nobody in the company that I think I'd want to collect just to have to collect. I probably been to flip, but just to have that feeling of opening something new again and then right. be done with that. Just, right. I'm not going to, uh, but it's, it's fun. I'm having a really good time. I, you know, and we're talking about social media, the AEW uh, representation on social media is way up there. Like, yep. you know, like they're the smart internet fans. Like I, you know, so I know that gets a lot of negative publicity, um, you know, maybe, maybe not, whatever, but they're out there. And the fact yep. that if we can get these AEW cards kind of pushed out to these, the, the vocal people on Twitter, like yep. maybe we can start seeing even more popularity. In I, I think parts. when, I think when those hit the, when they hit the scene, if, and when those come out, because uh, AEW as a company is so involved in their social media aspect, mm -hmm. I think they're going to, they're going to help push and pr promote that product. You don't yeah. see that from WWE. They don't promote their cards. They don't promote uh, their figures either. They don't promote their figures. Yeah. And AEW has been all over their figures and you go to the stores, you yep. can't find them anywhere. Yep. And so, and, and it helps. And so yeah. I think it just, uh, it, they're smart. I think they're smart in driving both uh, value in their in their licensing and uh, and just creating a buzz about themselves that makes people want to collect. Hundred percent agreed. Um, anything else on social media uh, other than get on and join us? Just get on and join us, man. I mean, we're easy to find. I mean, well, where, where can they find where can they find you on social media? <laughs> 
mine is a little bit easier if you can spell my name right just put at z-h-a-n and you'll be able to figure it out from there on most platforms yours is a little bit more confusing yeah i mean for me hopefully when the website is up updated so like that all the social media stuff will be there but it's going to be everything under wrestlingtradingcards.com so uh that's how you find i think too if you just type in like if you were to type in wrestlingtradingcards.com uh twitter yeah on google doesn't it pop doesn't it it brings your it, it, it pops you'll, you'll it'll pop up and you'll see the, the wtc logo so if you guys enjoy this video uh send us a dm or tag us in something let us know you heard it on social media uh come follow us if you need any help reach out to us my dms are always open on all platforms happy to help as time permits as i can i got a busy wonky schedule but uh just yeah, you're, a busy, get... you're a busy guy man between uh between yeah. work and then uh all of your investments you're doing like that and then trying to answer people i mean you're, you're a popular dude well i'm not the one name dropping kurt angle but... uh it doesn't doesn't help me any <laughs> <laughs> not seeing my my inbox isn't flooded with people asking me questions <laughs> usually right. a friend like hey are you working with him again can i get an autograph <laughs> uh-oh we shouldn't have said that now somebody's going to be doing that uh, instead of getting the questions about hey is this wt is this card on wtc available for sale is hey can i get kurt angle autograph and be like uh just ignore <laughs> <laughs> but i've sir, learned just it's, it's important not to engage <laughs> yeah and sometimes that's true uh but we will engage like i said if you guys have legitimate questions on you know any of our content if you have questions on um yeah if, if you have suggestions ideas on content yeah. we should be having in the future Yep. Um, certain people, you know, if you've got a platform or you've been a collector forever and you just have not had a platform up until this point, let us know. We, maybe we could have you on. Uh, just reach out to us. We'll get you involved in the community if you need some help. Don't be afraid to post anything else. I'm good. All right. Until next time. See you guys. Bye.